Want to stay up to date on what's happening with your favorite team? Now you can by signing up to become a Dallas Stars insider. With Gurionov in bed and a shot stop, Sagan rebound, score! Get the scoop on the latest team news, exclusive ticket pre-sales, contests, and much more. Delivered right to your inbox. Ran himself right into oh, it. Oh, How in the world? Subscribe today and start getting yours at DallasStars.com insider. Welcome to the Podman Rush, the official podcast of the Dallas Stars, presented by Truly Hard Seltzer. Here's your host, Daryl Razor Ray. Happy New Year, everyone, from our expansive team here at the Podman Rush, presented by True Hard Seltzer. I tried to upgrade the quality of the pod, but alas, you are stuck with yours truly, the Razor Boy, and player slash coach interrogator Mike Heika. So so happy new year. The the whole happy new year thing. Let, let's just start with that for a second here. It's now day seven. It's been a week as we record this. When do we stop greeting people with happy hey, hey, happy new year? May. Oh my God. You know what my Rule of thumb is, first off, do you know that a quote-unquote razor is a rule of thumb that makes decision-making easier? That's what an actual <laughs> razor is. Isn't that something? Interesting. <laughs> yep. Anyway, Occam's razor. Th- well, that's one of the very uh, – there's Hanlon's razor, there's Occam's razor, there's all kinds of razors. But there's only one true razor. <laughs> Daryl's razor. Uh, uh Okay, here, here's the deal. Three days of Happy New Year. Hey, hey, Mike, Happy New Year. Hey, so-and-so, Happy New Year. How you doing? Happy New Year. Three days. You get three days of that. You get another two days of, hey, best of 23. Hey, hey, also best of 23 as you're moving on. Like you and I are saying goodbye to one another. I give you, you're right. All right, hey, best in 23. And then that's it. You get five days. You get five days. Somebody this morning said, hey, happy new year to me at the rink. And I was just like, you need to stop that garbage. It's past the five day. It's almost like milk. It gets spoiled. You can't do it. You can't do it for a full week. That, that's ridiculous. All right. You think I just May. laugh at you that, that you that I was joking, obviously. I just laugh that this is stuff that you really do think about. I did. I did like break you, it you down. Do, no, I know. I think you think about it just when you're sitting there on the plane or on the couch or whatever. You're going like, you know, this uh, well, New Year's stuff after five days, it's yeah. really annoying. <laughs> Only because it's an aggravation. It's like, I know. You, you get aggravated why, a lot. You go... No, I don't get aggravated a lot. I just get aggravated by stupidity. And I find this to be ah, well, a lot in the of category out there. <laughs> of stupidity. I, well, that might be my problem. Uh, so anyway. So, uh, hey, the first two games of 2023, uh, we were so excited after the big win against San Jose on New Year's Eve. And uh, here we go. We're going go to gonna go to Cali. Huh? Yeah. And uh, they're going to. They're going to bring the dads along, and it ends up being a dad's trip dud. That trip just did not go to plan. 
on any level, it seemed, Mike. No. On any level. I think they had fun. I mean, although they oh, didn't no, get to no, go no. to the I beach because it rained out there and yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't mean... I mean I there don't are, mean there are a lot of drop balls, so to speak. And not on the team's part or anything. It's just it happens. No, yeah, it was out of their control stuff, almost. Well, some right. of it was within their control as far as the performance within the games. But all the other stuff, the outcomes were as soggy and cold as the Southern California weather out there. <laughs> a wordsmith. He's painting pictures. I felt bad. I felt so bad for him because it's such a it's such a neat thing. It really is such a neat thing. All the teams do it. Try to plan it somewhere where there's stuff for the dads to do and it's going to be nice and they'd like to go and and then we get out there and it we I, we did we ever see the sun? I don't think we did. I don't think no. we ever saw the sun. No, I don't think they've seen it yet. That they're really and it having wasn't a lot very of bad sunny out inside. There. I all no. out there. Yeah, I know they. What do they call it? Some uh, atmospheric lake or something or river? Just pouring on them out there. Anyway, yeah. Uh, we we get back at five a.m. <laughs> and I, I it reminded me of a couple of things. A few things. One, how life sapping and enervating that is to take an uh, I guess red eye. Uh, but did you? You don't sleep at all, do you? You're no. so busy writing. Oh my God! No, you're such just, a workaholic. I have trouble on planes for some reason. Well, even if you do close your eyes and say that you were sleeping, you don't sleep the same on a plane that you do in in a bed. You close your eyes and maybe you nod off a little bit, but it's not real sleep. Uh, so there was that. There was how impressive it was that those stars teams were as dominant as they were when playing in the Pacific Division from like 1998 to 2013. Is that right? Wow. Seems like a long time, but yeah, I mean, they were out there for a while. I think, you know, several division championships. Well, several. What do you mean several? They won five of the first seven. Yeah. Pacific Division championships. I, I think we've forgotten about that a little bit. A little bit. You know, because it's been, it's been so central. It makes way more sense for the team that's in Dallas, Texas, in the middle of the country, to be in the Central Division, not the Pacific Division. Uh, but but when they were out there, it wasn't the biggest of divisions from my memory, Mike, was it? No, I think, what, five or six teams? Yeah, at the most. So L.A., San Jose, Anaheim, Arizona, Phoenix, uh, and us. And a couple of those teams were just god-awful. Yes. That's the caveat, little caveat alert in the midst of it is that the Kings and the so-called Mighty Ducks mostly sucked back then. They had great individuals at times, especially Anaheim. Uh, man, they were, not, they were not good. I can remember the boys having big nights against either the Ducks or the Kings. I mean, the Kings, one year the Kings used like, I think they used, they used seven or nine goaltenders. They could never figure out their goaltending until they got Jonathan Quick. Uh, but, but yeah, I, I look. They used to do that all the time. I don't, I don't care what anybody says or how bad a few teams were in that division and that. Like, that was not easy on that group. It just again supports how uh, just how good they were and how they could just shrug off 
some pretty, you know, tough things that got thrown at him. It was just kind of a no excuses set. Yeah, that's what they went. They went 98 to 2013. I did not remember that. Being no, that not that long. long. <laughs> I, I did. Uh, you know, I thought, funny. You said I thought they got thrown in there just kind of quickly. And then that was, and then that was that. But that's a long time. Uh, you said something out there about how it was difficult, and I'm going like, eh, it wasn't difficult. We came out to California in summertime or in the wintertime. It was great. And uh, then that <laughs> there flight was some home, of that. Oh my gosh, that flight home. I, I you know, on Thursday, I'm just like, you're it useless. Was awful. You're useless. I was useless. Yeah. Er. Or yeah, more so. The uh, I that's the the one thing though. It was kind of nice because there were there back then. I mean, you're talking the original twenty four. Would that be right? More uh, than I think it changed 21. in there potentially. Twenty six. Anyway, sounds there, right. There weren't that many uh, solid, uh, sunny locales that you travel to. So the idea that you weren't going up to Winnipeg and you were going out to Arizona. In the dead of January and February was actually kind of nice. Get, yeah, get your get your body warmed by the the soleil was pretty good. But anyway, it, it just it reminded me of that kind of. It's always fun. We didn't have any real uh, uh, things to do or intermingling with the dads, and that were were all segregated, and it was so quick with a back to back. But they they looked like they were having fun. I don't know how much fun they had in Anaheim, you know, after, <laughs> you know, back to, they got a little experience of the back to back and long days, even though, you know, they're just treating them to whatever they think that they would might enjoy in that and feed them all the time. And then all of a sudden they, they're at the game and there's nothing really good going on in the game and nothing to cheer about during the game. And then pile on a plane and fly all the way back to, to Dallas overnight. But Man, when you see them mixed in with with their kids, and even though they'd lost both games, you could hear it a little bit on the plane. I mean, what are you going to do? It's it's a it's a unique trip, and it's not like they're just going to sit and stare at their their uh, laptops and live relive the losses on their way back home. So they were able to, I think, enjoy it a little bit. Hopefully, though, it's a little nicer for them next time, both on the ice and wherever they end up taking them or the mothers. I think, yeah, I think it's probably the moms next time. That would be great. Dads, you failed. You failed. <laughs> moms are going to take over and the hockey moms will get it done. We were told that they, uh, the players snap to attention when their dads are watching, but apparently not. No, no, I did. Well, I, again, I think everybody was in rain gear the whole time. So maybe there wasn't yeah. the opportunity to do that, but. Uh, yeah. uh, I will say this, that on the flight out, uh, I had to stand for a while. I think you understand what I'm talking about, Daryl. So I was just looking at the back of the plane and those guys were having a blast. And it was yeah. obviously the first time they'd gotten together, but just the dads were talking with the dads. And I had talked to a couple of the players and they said it really was neat because, you know, they're friends, obviously. And then so to not just meet their dads, meet, you know, and and uh, Ty Delandria was saying dad's a different cultures, dad from Finland or Sweden. And and he said, you know, for my dad to meet those guys, it really was fun for him. Yeah. Yeah. No, it, it all good other than the weather and the results. 
and the fact that the food was on our seats on the plane. So we had to stand. <laughs> we drew the short straw in that. We did. Uh, I was a okay, bit shocked back, by that. Back. Well, it's got to go somewhere, Mike. I guess. Jeez. You and I are the least important people on the, that bird. Uh, back, sure to sun. That back to some sun. Okay. Back to some sun. Robo a go-go for All-Star Weekend in Florida. We are going to robo a go-go from the Department of Well, duh, is what I would call that selection. Look at what he's done. Oh, like when you talk about his career just from the start, like compare those numbers to Jamie Benn or Tyler Sagan, and he's just, he, he doubled up. You know, first year and a half, what what I some know. really good players have done, and then to take it even further this year, he's fourth in the league in scoring or third in the league in scoring, uh, in scoring, in goal scoring, in, sco- in game winning yes. goals, in shots, yep. in plus minus, like hot diggity. I, I'll <laughs> say this though: in in the old format, like long ago, the stars would have four or five in the game. Yes, but now it's. Well, it is what they have concocted it to be All-Star Weekend. But back, I, I, I mean, I, I was in the Euler organization back in the day, and I, I, I could see those pictures now, the old uh, orange and black and white Campbell Conference uniforms, and they get a picture of all the guys on the team. There were half a dozen Oilers at the game. Yep. Yeah. They earned and it, that's, too. Yeah, well, yeah, but they played a game, and that's the way they they did it. It it wasn't as as sort of uh, everybody gets a a button as it is nowadays. And now it's even trimmed down to where they don't even play a game, which is good because the game was a joke. I'm with Torts on all the All Star Weekend. By the way, I am I am lockstep with John Tortorella. Did you see that quote the other day? If not, but I can only imagine yeah, how he well, feels about it. Yeah. Well, it was a little bit profane, and it was it was basically uh, he was voicing the, his disdain for the weekend, and and he was declaring uh, his his uh, point of view on it that he will not be watching or paying any attention to it whatsoever. <laughs> Head coach of the Philadelphia Flyers, so because awesome. he's in the he's in important work trying to get uh, prepared to get Connor Bedard on his team. <laughs> But it's not for him or us. I agree. It, no. You know, the game is for the league and sponsors and fans. And it's for the children, Daryl. The well, yes, that too. The uh, you know my old take on it. They should they should not have a skills competition. They've moved it to where it should be as far as the games are concerned. It's just a tournament of three on three. Is it still that? I didn't even look. Yes. Okay. Now, I'm pre- well, I didn't look either, but I'm just assuming <laughs> That's that. That's yeah. how much we care. I think it's they're a little three-on-three three They're making four divisional teams, so yeah. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The, yeah, yeah. Which is good. Good. Yeah. I, I, I'm fine with that. And if you, you know, if you look at the initial teams in that, there's not a lot of argument that anybody going shouldn't be going and somebody else should be on those teams. You know what I mean? Because they're so small yeah. and divisional and – uh, at the same time, the skills competition, I guess you got to elongate it, make it more of a night. I, I still think it should just be a big shootout with massive charity involved. Yeah. So that the 
that you're, you're doing something really, really good for charities, uh, plural, and a lot of money getting made uh, for that, depending on how things go in shooters against goalies. And that's all it should be. Yep. I think it would yeah. be pretty neat. And then, and then dress it up with little funny stuff, just like they do with the jam competition and make it entertaining. Well, yeah. Okay, well, yeah. we can just do hockey then. We don't need to turn it into, you know, regional or local playhouse uh, dramatics <laughs> there, Mike. You know, like the props? What are they? You know, like, uh, I was thinking animals about those, like, on the ice. No, I don't. I don't want a dog <laughs> pooping his way in. What? What? The the NFL thing, bless them. The, and we'll talk more about the NFL in a completely different light. Uh, but the, the they, they gave up on the Pro Bowl finally, right? Yes. Well, thank God. I mean, here's the problem that that hockey and and football have with trying to do a mid game or theirs is the end of the season, but an all star thing. We. We are full contact. It's a physical sport, yes. physical sports, and you can't all of a sudden just turn it into a you know swat on the bum a, where nobody's going to hit anybody, nobody's going to play defense, and think that it's something that people are going to want to watch because it it's not. The other sports can do it, like baseball, no eh. problem. Basketball, baseball, whatever. To me, basketball they don't compete. Yeah, they do, but they, yeah. I, I just want to see basketball get to 200 points. That's my goal now. I want to see <laughs> them get there. there. And they're close. Uh, and baseball's fine. And the home run derby's <laughs> kind of cool still, isn't it? The great thing about baseball is that you are competing at 100% against your competitors because that's just the way it goes. You throw the ball as hard as you can. You hit the ball yeah. as hard as you can. And, yeah. you know, that's whereas in baseball, basketball, or in basketball, hockey, and football, you're not competing. And, and and that is disappointing. Yeah, but the NBA is different than it used to be. Nobody plays defense in the regular season now. <laughs> sure they do in the playoffs. No, they, they do. don't, Mike. They just go down and launch threes at one another. Wee, wee, wee. <laughs> Sounds like a lot of fun. Somebody follows someone and it, they think it should be a suspension all the time. Anyway, uh, anyway, All-Star Weekend and good good. They still have to add players. Is there? There's a vote. Yes, uh, three so from each division. Okay, so um, there's a chance the there's stars a chance. Um, I think it. yeah, I think Rope. I think he's what twelfth or fourteenth in the league in scoring. I think he definitely should be in there. Um, uh, I another think the guy goaler, from Colorado. I think the goaler should be in there. Well, that's a it's a good point because somebody they got to have one more at least one more goalie, right? But then they only have one right now. That's the last thing on earth most goaltenders want to go and yeah. be a part of. Yeah. Love being selected, but do you really want to go get lit up? I don't know. I don't know, yeah. Mike. So many questions. So many there are questions. a lot. Uh, speaking of lighting things up, though, Team Canada. Yes. How about me? What a cross-border frontrunner I am now. <laughs> the World Junior Championships concluded in Canada's Maritimes. I personally took both gold and bronze. I'm a dually. How successful was my tournament, Mike? Extremely Impressive. You successful. and Brett Hall, you are uh, yeah. true yeah. patriots. That game between Canada and the U.S., I could not lose. I couldn't lose. And then when the Swedes were playing the Americans for bronze, I was like, 
hate those Swedes because I'm American. America. And wild game, persevere, get into the final. It's Canada against Czechia, formerly Czech Republic, formerly Czechoslovakia. They are really winding their way through, aren't they? I called uh, it that Radic Fox that corrected me. He goes, it's the Czech Republic. Well, I don't know. They I thought that Czechia was funny. All, I'm with Radic. It should be Czech Republic, <laughs> but it's Czechia now, sports-wise. So Logan yes. Stankoven played with Uber Phenom, Connor Bedard, all tournament. And Logan is gold again, my little Kamloops blazer. Uh, and I'm so happy to to watch him succeed again in that. Stars had two prospects in the tournament. Both of them, I thought, showed extremely well. Leon Bixel uh, was very impressive with the Swiss. Did you catch him much? Yeah, I did. Yeah. 6'4", 210, mobile, a bit mean, playing with men, has for a couple of years over in the uh, Swedish professional league. I like him a lot. I, he's got yeah. lots to learn, but I like I like him a lot, boy. The interesting option with him is because he is a Euro, he can come over and play in the AHL next year at 19. And I think that's their plan. I think that's what they would like him to do, which would be yeah, great for at us some, just to be right, able to watch him. Right. At some point, he has to start making the the assimilation into North American hockey and rink and all that stuff from – I, I was reading something the other day. I don't know whether it was true or not. I just saw a little snippet on it. But the the reason he 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 left uh, Switzerland because I mean Switzerland has very good pro hockey there. There are guys yep go over and and play there uh, and make good money too. Some of the imports that go over there, but they they tend not to play the young guys in Switzerland. And he was like. I'm not going to be shoved down. I want to play. So went to Sweden and play there. I can't be the full reason, but I could get that. And I, and if it is true that I like, I like him even more. <laughs> I like yeah, that. Well, and it's, I'm not sitting around waiting for this. Looking I want to go. The individuals. Yeah. I mean, you know, obviously the Robertson story of a guy from California moves to Michigan, moves to Ontario so he can play in the OHL. Um, the, the Frederick Olofsson, uh, the Swiss or Swedish guy uh, who comes over to the U.S. and plays in, you know, the junior U.S. Hockey League. Uh, so, I mean, it's interesting the options that players have and then also why they would choose what options they choose. Yeah. Speaking of Freddie Olofsson, I talked to him today a little bit. Thick Swedish accent. I could barely understand what he was saying, Mike. <laughs> Is that just shocking when you talk to him? It, he sounds like it, some college kid from... zero. No, but look, the first Swede that I noticed that with was was Gabriel Landeskog. Interesting. With Colorado. I remember like very early on in his career, like he's he's near the end, not the beginning. And I I was just like, okay, he's got to have some hint. Nope. Right. Just sounded like a guy that grew up in in Ontario and that was it. And yep. it was even watching the tournament, one of the things I got watching the coverage, and they did tons of interviews with these young guys, you know, and they're all in their late teens. And <laughs> they're a little bit nervous, you know, the bright lights and television of the World Junior Tournament and that. 
But they would interview a, a kid from the German team. They'd interview a kid from the Czech team, from the Slovak team, whatever. And some of them didn't have any accent whatsoever. But they all had the same cliche answers. And I don't know that I got through any of the interviews, the, the walk-off interviews in the tournament, without one of them saying that they intended to get pucks deep, Mike. They were going to get pucks deep and also get pucks on net. We need to get uh, pucks on net, and we need to get pucks deep. That's all you, you need to know. in the press box. That is, that is that, inside that. the game, man. <laughs> We joke in the press box that Pavelski is uh, Crash Davis and and uh, Robertson is Nuke Lelouch because Robertson was just so free and open and just had the funniest answers. And now this year, he's like, okay, we got to do this. We got to do that. And he's very polished. He worked on his cliches, his did he? Oh, my gosh, he did. Yeah. And I, does he I have, think Joe. Does I mean, he have mold on his shower shoes? Have you checked that? <laughs> Not yet. Then oh, Then yeah. he'd have some character. Yeah. <laughs> Not allowed to have that till you get to the show. Not right. allowed, maybe now that he's an all-star, though, he can go back. He can be wild again. How about that? I'd like to see Forthcoming. that. Yeah. Yeah. Indeed. Sometimes anyway, we wear him down. I, yeah. Not sometimes. I think all the time. <laughs> they don't need us, really, Mike. Not really. All. Not, not got nowadays. Own, with the, they have their yeah. own avenues. They get tons of pictures taken of them, and then they can just send stuff out on social. Yeah. That's it. Uh, anyway uh it was so funny so i'm up in traverse city uh, watching the tournament there and uh, i go and interview blumel and he goes hey can you send me some of those pictures and i'm like well i don't take them but w what do you need them for he goes oh i've got my own social media page that i put my stuff out <laughs> of he was like doing game report updates from traverse city so that people back home could yeah. see what he was doing sure you're just a facilitator mike yeah see i'm fine with that truly a tool uh, yes, I am. Truly a tool. Well, look, there's no hype, quick, witty uh, switch to this, the DeMar Hamlin cardiac incident. And I'm sure you were like me, and many Stars fans were, I, I'm positive, aligned with this. When it happened or they heard news of it or whatever, their minds immediately went back to Rich Peverly and what he went through on the stars bench and in that game against Columbus. And uh, cause I know I did, I was sitting in the uh, hotel room in Los Angeles and that game was on. And I'm, I'm like, okay, well this will be fine. I can just sit in here and do some notes for tomorrow, watch Monday night football. And, and then he collapses and then they're out. And you could see the, that same panicked look on teammates and people and I was just like, man, I remember like Mark Vittorio, who does our our uh, uh, directing, and Jason Wallace was producing back then when that happened. And Joe Buck and, and Troy Aikman were, were covering the game for ESPN, and they did the exact thing that you you should do. That you you don't really get told or taught or whatever, uh, but. The more, the less you talk, the better. What are you going to add? What are you going to say? Yeah. You know, our challenge back in the day was we were simulcasting, so you couldn't just lay out forever. There was radio; you had to give some information for that side of the broadcast. But uh, it's on your, it's on your director and your producer to really tell the story visually, without words. 
and they they did an incredible job with that. And look, Rich is thriving in Stars management, but that spelled the end of his career when that happened. He had a cardiac incident on the bench, took him back, uh, administered what they had to. Did they have the AED then? I think they did, yes. right? Yeah, yeah, because we did a big story, and they had just kind of made it right. mandatory That's... in every arena and mm-hmm. near the ice too. Yeah, they. That, so the, the the positives that come out of this, and and apparently Demar Hamlin is doing uh, better all the time, but the 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 um, frightening part of it when it happens is you're just like, is that it? Like. It, is is he gone? And you could see it on the face of all of them in that football game. You could see it on Lindy's face. I remember him walking through the doors, coming back out. We don't have any updates or what's going on. We don't know what the drill is in that. And uh, and then they played the next night, Mike. Yes, <laughs> played the next night in St. Louis. But but the positives that come from it, like Yuri Fisher, it happened to him on the Detroit bench, end of his career. But from that, I I think there were steps put in place to have AEDs there and then move forward closer to, to access to the benches and that they had moved uh, doctors closer to the benches so they could get down there uh, as quick as possible rather than being, you know, in a press box or a suite or whatever, they're 20 feet from the bench. So there are all these positive things and it probably helped save uh, Demar Hamlin's life in that. Yeah, instance. I think so for sure. So glad for our medical people and and uh, the you know the drilling that goes on um, and the expertise at that man. Oh man, unbelievable. Yeah, it's, it's interesting when you see him rolling out after just a you know routine night, and you're like, wow, I'm, I'm glad they're here. Uh, because, they, you know, they're just sitting there waiting and, and watching. And, you know, you, your hope is that, this, you know, they don't have to do anything right. tonight. But it's sure nice that they're all there and they're all prepared yeah. and they're all at the ready. And um, they're very appreciated. And in, in a lot of ways, you know, you're very fortunate to be in and around professional sports, collegiate sports. Yeah. Uh, now it's probably more so in, in high school sports and that there's somebody there that, is well-versed in CPR at, at games and that, uh, because there's a lot of things and places in life where you're not going to get, you're not going to get that help that quick or quick enough, unfortunately. So yeah. AED defibrillators, which is a difficult word. I always want to go to, I think most people want to put an R after the F Mike. Okay. Would you agree with that? Defibrillator? Yeah, it's like fe- February. Yeah, a little Defibrillator. bit. Defibrillator is what yeah. it is. You got, just sound like you've had about nine scotches and then try to say defibrillator and you, it comes out right with that. But I, I exchanged a couple of texts with, uh, with Rich and, and uh, you know, he's, again, he's, he's doing fantastic. It's unfortunate that's, <clears throat> that was the end of his career because he had a lot more to, to give. Uh, within the group there and on the ice. Uh, and I think it's just terrific that he's still giving back and, yeah. and in such an important uh, role with the Stars as a, a guy uh, integral to the development of these young players that they draft and the draft and and king of the, the uh, draft lottery. 
Yes, he is. <laughs> He's got the, the lucky charm, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, the magic of the draft lottery. So... Um, because he's young and because he got into it young, I think he's going to be a GM. Oh, I'm uh, with you. You just 100%. hear so many good things about him uh, that, you know, it may take a little while, but he's still young. Uh, but he, I, he has all the makings of a great GM, I think. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. I could not agree more 100%. Uh, so his team, the team that we cover, back at it Sunday afternoon trying to avoid – Dropping three in a row for the first time this season. Isn't that something? It is. That, that, that game against the Panthers will be the midseason mark. And they haven't dropped three games in a row in regulation. Pretty amazing first half. Yeah. Uh, I think it was Joe Pavelski who came in like his first year or whatever. And I think they had a certain amount of success. But he just talked about as great as winning streaks are, he goes, the key is avoiding losing streaks. Um, and, and I mean, that's been key for this team and part of it's a health, uh, but part of it is they just, they respond well to quote unquote adversity to losses and they, they write the ship pretty quick. Well, right. And, and the, you know, games are, are surges and ebbs and flows, right? And yep. your seasons are the same. The longer the surge, the better the outcome. You don't. You don't want it to be this herky-jerky up and down. Okay, well, this week we won six in a row, and then next week we're going to drop five in a row. And You know what I mean? Just yeah. elongate things. So just 11 losses in 40 games right now and a half a dozen more in overtime or shootouts. 11 losses yep. in 40 games in regulation. They are top 10 in essentially everything. No team has won by three or more goals more than this team has. So, yeah, kind of a spiffy first half of the season. And if they take care of business against the tabbies, the cats in the matinee, you just move on to the second half of the season going, okay, that was good. Where are we going now? Yeah. How much better can they get? Can they, can they avoid any of those lengthy – or elongated dips. It's interesting good. too. I think that was scoring, a good dramatic pause by you, Mike. Way to go! Thank you. Uh, the scoring uh, that came so easily for them is not coming easily right now. Uh, but I, I do like how their attitude is about it. Uh, that you know, look, we we can do this. We've done it before, and I don't know if they're going to you know uh, be at the level they were for you know some of those weeks and months. Uh, in the first half, um, but they, they're very dedicated to continuing the depth scoring, continuing the strength on the power play. Um, and, and that's what, to me, has made them fun and exciting this year is having that sort of, it's not even just the goals, it's the panache, the, the fact they move the puck, they snap it around, as uh, you know, uh, Pete says and the players say, they snap it around quite a bit. And, and I think that's a great sign for, you know, coming out of something here where they have just two goals in the last two games. Yeah, well, look, let's not overanalyze little micro dips. You dip. How's that one? Sorry. Right he he kind of yeah. said, he kind of told me that after the end. Uh, oh, he did? Oh, yeah. Because no. no. I asked him about the lack of scoring. He goes, look, we're, you know, fourth in the league in scoring. We're third or second in the power play. Yeah. Because I'm not worried. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. You're thanks, supposed to Pete. be, you're supposed to be the glass half full guy. 
Well, no? I will say this, that when I get those quotes, I'm like, okay, well, that was a good question then. Oh, there, you know, I see what you're doing. Clickbait. Yeah, you're a human mad. clickbait. That's what you are. That's right. <laughs> I want, Way I to go. That is, that, I applaud you. Well done then. <laughs> but yeah, I, I'm, I'm, with, I'm with you. Uh, they, they've obviously created who they are under this coaching staff. And now it's it's time to kind of polish it and improve upon it in the second half and hopefully dodge uh, injuries to the rate that they have in the in the first half of the season because that's always part of it. You have to have a little bit of fortune in your life to do what they are trying to do, and they have you know created a little bit of what we like to call swagger. Yes, and and with. You know, swagger doesn't just come because somebody says we need more swagger. We, we, we <laughs> I wish we had a little swagger. It, it doesn't come that you you earn it, and yes. and they've earned it. So looking forward to seeing what they do here next week going forward in New York and then on into the full second half. So there you go, Stars fans. Not bad. I guess we'll see you in the second half, huh? Should be fun, Mike. Yeah. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. You know what this has been, Mike? Hmm. This has been another spellbinding and titillating Podman Rush brought to you by Truly Hard Seltzer. You know what we can do now? We can tell Tom to hit stop because this is over. See you, Mike. You've been listening to the Podman Rush with Daryl Razor Ray presented by Truly Hard Seltzer, an official production of the Dallas Stars. To stay up to date on all things stars, visit DallasStars.com or download the official Dallas Stars app today. Wee! 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 Sprung ahead, Pavelski, a breakaway, save, rebound, score! Hey, Stars fans, this is Joe Pavelski. Make DallasStars.com your only place for Stars news, exclusive content, game highlights, and more. Plus, DallasStars.com is your one-stop shop to purchase verified tickets to cheer on me and the boys all season long. Get in the game and visit DallasStars.com today.